Chapter 1 Linux What and Why If you're reading this book, it's because you want to start programming on Linux. Or maybe you've been forced to pick up Linux for a computer science course. Maybe you're otherwise just being pushed out of your element and needing to use Linux for one reason or another. In this chapter, we're going to cover exactly what the Linux operating system is and the myriad reasons that one would use it. First off, Linux is often put alongside other operating systems such as Windows and Mac and then directly compared. However, this isn't exactly fair to Linux in a good way or a bad way. Linux itself is only a kernel. A kernel is the formal core of a given operating system on which everything else rests. The kernel is the core piece of software which powers essential technologies, such as file management systems, basic system processes like time and date information, and things of that nature. The kernel often will work intimately with the motherboard the RAM, and the other core parts of the computer in order to provide a firm foundation for everything else. So before we jump into the various different kinds of Linux, let's talk a bit about Linux itself. In order to understand Linux and the utility thereof, you need to understand Linux's origin. A long time ago, in the days of command lines and extremely rudimentary graphics, there was an operating system called Unix. Unix was extremely prevalent throughout the industry because it provided a huge number of features at an extremely high level of compatibility, regardless of application. Unix was originally a development of Bell Labs, one of the research and development branches of AT&T. During this time, AT&T was unable to get into the computer industry as a result of a case against them. Therefore, they had to license the operating system and the source code of the Unix operating system. However, eventually, Bell Labs would separate from AT&T and start selling the Unix operating system wholly. Around the same time, a man named Richard Stallman started to develop a project known as GNU. The purpose of the GNU project was to create a set of Unix-compatible software programs that are entirely free. Stallman would also be the one to create tech giants such as the Free Software Foundation and would be the creator of the popular GNU usage license, the GNU GPL, one of the most popular forms of open source and free software licensing. Anyhow, moving forward, with Unix now being licensed as unchangeable proprietary software, note that the fact that Unix was open source and changeable to fit the needs of the institution was one of the primary driving forces behind its widespread usage. People began to recognize that another alternative was needed, preferably with the same structure. The first of these alternatives was Minix. Minix was developed by Andrew S. Tannenbaum. It was the first major Unix-like operating system, and it was intended primarily to teach people the fundamentals of operating systems. Minix began to slowly take over Unix's place as the primary operating system of academia due to its free source code. However, its license meant that it could only be used for academic usage. 
Enter Linus Torvalds, the creator of Linux. While he was studying at university, he started to grow a curiosity with operating systems and how they worked. He was working specifically with Minix, but began to become disillusioned with the fact that it was only usable for educational use. As a result, he started his own operating system kernel, which would become the Linux kernel. The Linux kernel started out as a pet project of Torvalds under the GNU license. However, it would quickly grow larger and larger into a beast all its own.